0: Oh New Year's tree, oh New Year's tree, I didn't know you were a thing. Itch manners. <laughs> I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy
1: And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy And
0: you're listening to Schmanners It's
1: extraordinary etiquette For
0: ordinary <laughs> occasions Hello, my dove Hello, dear Happy New Year
1: Thank you, and welcome back
0: I can't believe we haven't spoken yet this
1: year <laughs> oh. Well, we don't We don't uh, interact outside of this booth
0: That That is true I don't talk with my family unless it's recorded And that extends to <laughs> my wife And sadly, my children, who I don't do a podcast with And I've never spoken with Speaking of Uh, Just for the record, happy birthday, Dot. When you listen to this, it'll, well, you're hopefully way (laughs) older, but everyone else listening to this. When this
1: comes out tomorrow, it will be her birthday.
0: It will be her second birthday. So I want to get right to it because I know that the topic is New Year's trees. Right,
1: because you read that on the copy.
0: Correct. And that is all I know.
1: Well, I would like to start with our own families. Talk to me about... The Christmas tree in your house growing up. When did it go up? Oh. When did it go down? All that kind of stuff. I want to
0: say the general vibe uh that I feel about that is like shortly after Thanksgiving. So like either like the last few days of November or the first few days of December, it mm-hmm. would go up. And then uh usually within I would say two weeks of Christmas. So like within like the first week of January, it would go down. Now, once again, I'm remembering this, uh, one, I have a bad memory, but two, I probably am at least 10 years old when I at all remember any of this. Mm -hmm. So who knows how long my parents left it up when they had like a six-year-old, a three-year-old and a baby. Right. They were probably just like, I don't care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You had real trees then. Yeah. Right. Let it
0: compost here in the (laughs) living room. A new tree will grow from its (laughs) leavings.
1: Um, so for me, my family, uh, we grew up practicing Catholics and one of the things. But you never
0: got good enough at it to go (laughs) pro. (laughs)
1: Um, one of the things that my mother was very insistent about is that Christmas isn't over until the three wise men get there. So the, it's called in the Catholic church, at least it's called Epiphany. Sure. So you have your little nativity scene, right? And you don't add those three wise men until January. Is it sixth? Yeah, January. So today, 6th, when so we're wearing this,
0: okay? Because they you were can, late.
1: You can move them around the room, getting closer and closer if you're really into it. And I feel, I feel like a couple of years she did that.
0: So like a low stakes elf on the shelf.
1: Uh, I suppose. Yeah,
0: move them around and look for them. Well, what do because, they do? Uh.
1: Because you know. The, if you remember the song, We Three Kings, right? I, I they know had to the trip. Crim- I know. Okay, well, you're looking I at me. I also grew
0: up in a church.
1: Well, did you guys celebrate Epiphany? No, but I know the
0: wise man's deal frankincense, myrrh, gold for a kid. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, they bring him that because he's a king. Sure. Anyway, anyway. Whatever. But he probably that- would
0: have liked the garbage that it came in, <laughs> if, if my experience is anything. Just give him a box. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: So my mom always maintained that it had to stay up. It had to be up by Christmas Eve and stay up until the sixth.
0: I saw a really great TikTok the other day of like on Jesus's first birthday, Mary like waiting for the wise men to show up again with the more stuff, <laughs> and <laughs> Joseph going like, "I think it was just the first one," Mary. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So this tradition that I was saying about my mom and epiphany is actually a very long-standing European tradition. Okay, and some of our non-Catholic listeners might know it as the Twelve Days of Christmas.
0: Oh, sure, sure, sure. With the uh, with the bird in the tree and the mm-hmm, rings mm-hmm. and the maids and the geese.
1: Sure, Swans? That's, I mean that's the song. But there, you know, there used to be a whole big like celebration. Of the 12 days of Christmas. And that's the reasoning is that the 12 days in between Christmas and the 6th are when, you know, the celebration continued.
0: Okay. Party all night. Why did we stop doing that? That sounds fun. Um, Uh, Exhausting.
1: Well, I mean, it depends on... Who, which we you're talking about? I mean
0: specifically me, Travis McRoy. Why don't I do that?
1: Well, because uh, um, the United States is a very puritanical nation. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And so even like the whole, I mean, we've talked about this. Even like the whole thing about Christmas has a lot of pagan incorporation. Sure. Right. Coming down from the date, right? The solstice. The solstice. And like all of the the trees and the holly and the you know all that kind of stuff is also pagan incorporation. So uh, that's that's why they
0: were like that's too much partying. No more of this. It's about uh, Jesus and uh, Coca Cola now. Yes, probably the Puritans probably didn't do the Coca Cola part. Okay, so that's why we don't do that here. That's why
1: we don't do it here. Although it has been celebrated for. Since the beginning, for Germanic and Celtic nations, is
0: that why? Because your family's got a lot of German in it, right? Is oh, that yeah. Like why your mom does it?
1: No, my mom does it because it's Catholic.
0: Oh, okay, great. So, what does that have to do with New Year's trees? How is that different from a Christmas tree? Right? It sounds like the same thing.
1: It. I mean, it is kind of the same thing. But if we're if we're talking about pagan roots, yeah, there was the Christmas the trees tree. got them. <laughs> which was for the winter solstice, yeah, right? And then there's the New Year's part, which is kind of like the Gregorian calendar New Year. Sure. Um, So it, it kind of is a little muddy in that area. But as far as the history of it, we can trace it back pretty specifically, the New Year's tree specifically, to the moving of... Imperialist Russia to the Gregorian calendar
0: okay got
1: it <laughs> so Russia didn't really have Christmas trees like I said because that was kind of a pagan Celtic and and Germanic thing but the name of the New year tree is Yoka okay and what happened was if you were okay, L- listen to this.
0: I'm uh, yes, I'm listening.
1: You are an unassuming German noble person.
0: Okay, let me get let me get in. Uh huh. Oh, I don't assume. Okay, go on.
1: Who loves their Christmas tree and you put it I up in your it. house in in the 17th century? Oh,
0: my house in the 17th century. If I love it. you
1: displayed it in maybe a window, I
0: put it in a window.
1: It might have been spied by someone quite famous and powerful uh, in old timey Europe.
0: Oh no! Somebody—it was Shakespeare. Nope. No,
1: Peter the Great.
0: Peter the Great saw my dream. Uh, Czar oh, Peter. I'm so flattered. <laughs>
1: Czar Peter. What he's coming inside. What? i oh, he's taking my shoes. <laughs> okay, wait a
0: minute. Oh, Peter, give me my shoes back, man.
1: I can't. Ugh. Oh, uh, you wake oh, up. Oh, sorry.
0: I got. Yeah, I got lost in it. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
1: He traveled through Europe with one goal:
0: find my shoes. No. Okay. To make
1: Russia more European. Oh, okay. Um, He wanted to establish a more traditionally Western tradition in his homeland, believing that this would put them as Russians on kind of more of an even playing field with the rest of Europe.
0: It would make him feel like more like, oh, Russia and us, we're not that different, you and I. Exactly,
1: exactly. Russia,
0: they're just Um, like us.
1: So kicking and screaming, he dragged Russia into the modern era. um, And By
0: listening to My Brother, My Brother (laughs) and Me, a podcast for the modern era.
1: Uh, and one of those things is changing time itself because... The power. They were going through the Russian Orthodox calendar, which actually starts with the birth of Adam.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, That's like...
0: specific and also...
1: What? What? Okay. Um, so, for example, in 1699... The year, according to the Russian calendar, was 7,207.
0: Okay. Big swing there. Yeah. Um, Adam, well, he's been around, the world has been around 7,200 years, right?
1: That's what they're saying. Okay. Okay. So, um, he said, nope, we're hopping on the rest of the time zone with everybody else. Gregorian calendar starts now. We start New Year's. Instead of September 1st, which was the old New Year, Mm -hmm. Russian Orthodox from Adam, New Year, it is now January 1st, like the rest of Europe. Got it. And so one of the things that, again, was part of the European tradition, the Roman tradition specifically, Mm -hmm. was the fir trees and the, you know, fir branches and and all that kind of stuff, right? So, you know— bringing a tree into your house seemed fine. Sure. And people really, you know, I mean it's messy, but they sure. jumped on it. Um and it was, you know, modified over a few hundred years where it, at first it was like let's decorate a tree outside kind of like in the village square and then it was like no, let's like line the streets or maybe we'll bring them inside the village hall or, you know, all that kind of stuff and and eventually until about up until the about uh 19th century When Empress Alexandra, Tsar Nicholas I's wife, Uh um, moved the tree into the living room, just like her native country, Prussia. Okay. And so it was right there, just like... My my German ancestors. I
0: by right the there way in the house. As someone who just loves portmanteaus, I always like the word Russia because it sounds like a portmanteau of something and Russia, like pretty and Russia, or precious and Russia. <laughs> oh, that's precious Russia. Oh, we'll just say Prussia, right? I, I just like it. I like. It. I know that's not the case. It's its own thing. That's what I think about all the time. Just like uh, well, it's not pronounced this way, but like Arkansas and Kansas, it looks like it's like Arkansas, Arkansas.
1: Yeah. So they had a great time for about 50 years until the Bolshevik Revolution.
0: And then you know what happened?
1: Uh, we what?
0: wrote some thank you notes to our sponsors. Ah! Ah! Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. How about a three-for-one New Year's resolution? Reduce food waste, save time on grocery shopping, and eat more fresh and delicious food. Try... Imperfect Food. Imperfect Food is a grocery delivery service offering an entire line of sustainable groceries that embrace the natural imperfections in food. Visit imperfectfoods.com to see if they deliver in your area. And once you sign up, you can personalize your weekly grocery order with fresh seasonal produce, pantry staples, and yummy snacks. Plus, your order will arrive on the same day each week, making it easy to build a stress-free routine. Imperfect delivers weekly by neighborhood, a unique model that produces 25 to 75 percent fewer emissions than individual trips to the grocery store. It's really great. You got to check it out. You got to see it to believe it, my friends. And right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners 20% off your first four orders when you go to imperfectfoods.com and use promo code SCHMANNERS. Again, 20% off your first four orders. That's up to an $80 value at imperfectfoods.com offer code when you use the promo code SCHMANNERS. Join the movement at imperfectfoods.com and use the code SCHMANNERS.
1: Hi, I'm Annabelle Garridge And I'm Laura House. And we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that i added on to this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer-free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun.
0: Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares only to realize it's 2 in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO. News overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me dave holmes for two 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 doses of troubled waters a month the cure for your news overload
1: available on maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcasts
0: okay so there was a revolution right and it was revolutionary
1: indeed because along with communism it revoluted everything mm-hmm, came state-sanctioned atheism okay uh, so their Santa Claus analog, uh, Father Frost, was kaput, mm. and um, then the it came for the tree, and then it came. I mean, it basically came for all of these winter celebrations because when you have official atheism as your uh, as your your state's what what do we want to say religion? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean atheism is the antithesis of religion. I, sure. But it makes sense if you think It's about a it. belief system. It's a belief system. There we go. That's right. You get rid of Christmas trees. You get rid of Santa. You get rid of New Year's trees. You get rid of any solstice celebration, Jesus birth celebration, 12 days of birthday celebration. Sure. You get rid of all of that stuff. But here's the problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> People love to celebrate. Yeah. They love doing it. Yeah. Um, and so they tr- the Soviet Union took away Christmas, but they couldn't take away people's partying. Well, yeah, yeah. So then in 1935, a group of high-ranking officials went to Joseph Stalin and convinced him that the yolka would be a perfect way to celebrate New Year. So we're not talking about epiphany anymore.
0: Yeah, now it's just an eager tree. Just
1: New Year's, and it had been, you know, thrown out with uh, with all of the imperial trash. Sure. Before that, um, they brought it back, left
0: on the side of the road, tinsel still hanging off of it. <laughs> thinking like, oh, I'll pick this up, right? Do we mm. need to call somebody to come and pick this up, or is this? Should we? What do we do with this thing?
1: And it was now a state sanctioned okie-dokie to celebrate. Well, do you think that that was the terminology they used then? <laughs> You yes. think
0: uh, Joseph Stone was like, I hereby declare this to be Okie Dokie.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, you can yes, picture I, that. You yes, can picture I can. that happening. Let it be written. <laughs> Give me my Okie Dokie stamp. No, no, no. Not the one that says, <laughs> okay, cool, dude. The one that says Okie Dokie.
1: Anyway. it's
0: ne- Yes, it's next to the Bart <laughs> Simpson stickers that say radical.
1: Now, it was a symbol of happiness and prosperity for the Soviet children. Oh, good. It's for the children. It's for the children. So now they would be made public and there was um, mandatory adornment (laughs) by all Soviet peoples uh, and uh, would be even topped with the red star for the USSR.
0: Okay. Got it. I bet they had pictures of Stalin on there, right? I bet I mean, that, that was part of it.
1: I'm I'm certain. Hmm? I'm certain they did.
0: I just accidentally brushed <laughs> Teresa's arm, and she looked at me. I thought, like, you, what?
1: What? I thought you were trying to give me some kind of signal? No,
0: we're in a like small box together, and my knuckle brushed your arm. Might I even say lovingly, <laughs> gently, accidentally?
1: Um, and this is actually pretty fun for people who love to party because yeah. the yoka has now been completely detached from any sort of religion. And it's about good luck and prosperity. Well, not good luck. They don't believe in luck either. But, you know, it, about the celebration of how great the health of the Soviet yeah, Union was. about it being
0: totally radical.
1: Totally radical. Um, I mean tubular. E- there's nothing contradictory anymore about lighting the menorah for Hanukkah. And then also decorating a tree. Okay. So this became very popular with Jewish Russians.
0: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it remains a beloved tradition to this day. On December 26th, the Kremlin unveiled its New Year tree for 2021, uh, which was rumored to have been over 27 feet tall and close to a century old. Okay. So this tree...
0: That they cut down. That
1: they cut down would have been a sapling in a time where the Christmas trees were banned in Soviet Russia.
0: But it's dead now.
1: Slowly dying, yes.
0: No, it's dead. Hey, babe, bad news. Once you cut that bottom
1: piece, <laughs>
0: it's dead.
1: Um, So the Western world continues to have its influence in Russia these days. Um, and now there's even a uh, shopping and gift-giving kind of vibe to it um the tradition of eating caviar and toasting with vodka for new year's prosperity um you know and it's decorated with baubles and candies and a you know
0: bobble is one of my favorite words
1: bright red star
0: it's such a fun word say it again bobble bobble oh it's fun you kind of make a fun weird fishy face when you say it. you can't help bobble <laughs>
1: So then this is obviously a big example of European influences mm-hmm. but it's not it's not um specific to Russia. Russia kind of welcomed it in. Um but the Turkish New Year also is now held on January 1st. Um and it was when the Islamic calendar was replaced with the Gregorian calendar very similar story. I'll
0: tell you what, man, it's hard enough to change your clocks during daily savings time. I can't imagine how hard it is to change a calendar. Gotta go through with a lot of whiteout and a pencil and just mark everything down. It was a bad joke. That was so dumb. It <clears throat> was a really <clears throat> dumb thing to yeah, say. And completely I'm completely so...
1: ignoring uh, it. Um, and this, uh, the story is slightly different in the way that in the, the Turkish tradition, the tree goes up December first and comes down February first.
0: Whoa, that's a lot of maintenance.
1: I mean, it is.
0: I yeah. bet when they like, like when they were like, "Hey, let's move over to, uh, to like fake trees." I bet they saved so much time. Oh, totally. Not just in like watering the trees, stuff, but just the cleanup. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh mm-hmm. boy.
1: Um, Vietnam and China also have a New Year tree tradition uh, and planting a New Year tree. So this is not the cutting down of it is the planting and and cultivating of a new year's tree is uh is custom in the vietnamese new year uh which also falls on the same day as the lunar new year in china and it's usually late january early february okay and uh, this festivity marks the arrival of spring, and so with it, lucky plants, mm. uh, flowers, and other trees that have different symbolic meanings. I like that. Um, one of the celebration trees of choice, the kumquat tree.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it has beautiful flowers, but also it has deeply colored fruits and, you know, the citrus trees represent good health and good luck, especially. And no scurvy. Yeah, definitely. I would say that scurvy is at the top of the list of being unlucky. Yeah. That's and the one true. thing that will save you from that, citrus fruits.
0: Citrus fruits.
1: Um, so here's
0: <laughs> to no scurvy in 2022. <laughs> Cheers. A good goal.
1: <laughs> so if you were to walk through the streets of Hanoi, you would see. Oh, wait, let
0: me get in my. Oh, okay. I'm uh, walking the streets. I
1: mean that. It's definitely a lot less than the than the other one. Mm. Okay, and,
0: go on. Um, uh, yeah. You oh, would uh, see
1: uh, um, kumquat trees. Oh, look at all the kumquat and trees. And shrubs at the entrance of bustling businesses. Oh, there's shrubs bring in customers and good fortune. Ah,
0: there's too many shrubs. Oh, God, the shrubs are
1: formed. Oh, the shrubs are... Oh, Wake up. Oh, oh, sorry.
0: Oh, there were shrubs everywhere. The mm-hmm. shrubs came
1: to life. Um... So you ha- should have a, a very particular set of criteria for your tree. Um, it should be abundantly fruited and healthy with big shiny leaves and, and you know, fruits on it that are both ripe and green because you want the luck to grow and continue and, and things like that. You don't want to pick all the luck off of your oh, tree. yeah, no. Um, and so the more fruit you have— the more prosperity it gives to your family. And so the trees are very carefully selected and displayed in a place of prominence. There are lots of kumquat tree cultivists. I'm very proud of myself.
0: That's very good.
1: And uh, the work of maturing the lush trees is very complicated and, you know, it takes a lot of care. And there are so many gardeners across Vietnam and China and other parts of Asia um, that take great care to uh, creatively prune and water and trim and take care of these kumquat trees. And orange and peach trees are included in this. And uh, a couple of things... (laughs) People, in order to set themselves apart and say, this is the tree for you, you must buy from me, um, they can be very intricately detailed, for example... Uh, one year, an orchard in Vietnam specially crafted pots for their smaller trees that were shaped like intricately detailed golden bowls to celebrate the 2021 being the year of the bull. Before that, in 2020, the year of the rat, an orchard in southern Vietnam trimmed their kumquat trees into topiaries of the beloved rodents. Oh, they cool. They completed their art with tinsel tails and cardboard ears and googly eyes. <gasps> I love it. Um. Some of the topiaries were even trimmed so it looked like the rats were holding baskets. Uh, you know, holiday gift giving, you put yeah. it in the baskets I just or wish whatever. it was
0: basketballs. That was a the thing they used to have at COSI. I don't know if they still do in Columbus where the rats played basketball. and It was one of my favorite things so when I was a kid to watch it. Because like, the, oh. the rats were like trained, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put the ba- ball in the basket, you get a treat. So the rats would play basketball. It was really great.
1: I do not recall that.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> uh in in addition dragons have also been uh incorporated sure. into the the tree trimming and you know it's there's a really great little rabbit hole you can go down on Google to find these tiny trees it's really great i recommend it anyway every tree that uh people celebrating the lunar new year that they bring into their home is very special for another purpose. Oranges and kumquats aid digestion, Mm -hmm. soothe sore throats.
0: Protect against scurvy.
1: And act as anti-inflammatories when eaten or added to teas. Peach trees, which are also popular, promote heart health, healthy skin, and might even contain vitamins that combat certain kinds of cancers. Okay. Uh so you know, you can't control your luck, but you can feel lucky with this citrus tree helping you out, helping you stay healthy. Sure. That's, that's I like cool. how
0: that was like uh became a um ad for citrus. <laughs> hey friend, you might not be able to control your luck, but you know what you can control your citrus intake. <laughs> Hi, I'm Teresa McRoy for citrus.
1: I am going to say that while um Eating food is healthy. They're, all food is good food. And you can't cure disease by eating food. So, okay. so talk to your doctor about Consolid citrus. Consult your
0: doctor today to find out <laughs> if citrus is right for you.
1: Personally, I can't handle citrus. I have GERD and acid reflux. Uh, so I was reflecting on my life the other day. I haven't eaten a grapefruit in 15 years
0: I haven't eaten a grapefruit in over 83 years I don't know if I've ever had grapefruit or if I have it was like one time anywho that's enough of that hey everybody thank you so much for listening to Schmanners it is a new year uh, and a new you (laughs) Um, we just want to say thank you to Alex our researcher without whom we would not be able to make the show and thank you to Rachel our editor without whom we would not be able to make the show thank you to you our listeners we could make the show without you but why (laughs) Go check out all the other amazing shows on maximum fun at MaximumFun.org. You can check out all the other macroy projects at macroy.family. We've got a lot of new merch up over at macroymerch.com, uh, including the pin of the month, which is everybody has a knife from the adventure zone ether C. It's one of the rules in Adventure Zone Ether is that everybody has a knife at basically all times. It's fun. It's a good <laughs> show where we say funny things sometimes. Every pen sold benefits the uh, Center for Reproductive Rights, which uses the power of law to advance reproductive rights as fundamental human rights around the world. Uh, We also have uh, a sticker over there that's Guppies Want Me, Blink Sharks Fear Me. It's another adventure zone thing. Just go check them out. Let's see what else, Teresa.
1: We always thank Brent Brentelfloss Black for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. We also thank Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art, and that is at Schmanner's Cast. We often take queries and questions from our audience, and that's where uh, you can give us a follow and submit your questions. We also would like to thank Bruja Betty Pinup Photography for the cover picture of our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. If you love to give and get excellent advice from other fans, go ahead and join that group today also you can submit your topic suggestions and idioms putting together another idiom show it's going to be great and you can just say hello to alex she reads every single submission that you send to schmannerscast at gmail.com
0: and that's going to do it for us so join us again next time
1: no rcp required
0: you've been listening to
1: schmanners Manners, schmanners get it